pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus says, I came so that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And immediately the next verse he says, I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. For us to have eternal life, Jesus knows that he must lay down his life. And isn't that the life of every leader and every shepherd? For our sheep to have life, there requires sacrifice. For every priest, God's love is transmitted through the sacrifice of the priest's life. For every parent, mom and dad, your children's lives are increased and grow and they experience your love through your personal, daily sacrifice. Kids, I want you right now to look at your parents and acknowledge and say thank you. Say it right now, five seconds. Thank you. Thank you for sacrificing for me and I know you love me. Thank you. When you're young, you're more selfish. And that's just kind of reality, okay? Especially in today's culture when we're always taking selfies, you know, selfies. Imagine you take a selfie next to like the tomb of Jesus and you're like, I was at the tomb of Jesus and yet all you can see is yourself and not the actual beauty of Jesus. You know, in today's world, we live in a YOLO culture. You only live once, so let me do me. I want to live it up. I want to live my life the way I want to. It's all about me. It's all about my life. Eventually, we get a little bit older and we finally grow up and we say, wow, maybe it's not all about me. Maybe life that is selfish is not fulfilling. But the reality is some people never grow up. Let's talk to our women first and then our men, our brides-to-be. Many of you will be married or some of you maybe already are. And you may say, I love my boyfriend but you're not willing to sacrifice your wants, and so maybe you put pressure on him to provide certain things for you as the wedding is coming up. You have this idea that since as a kid, you had this idea of a wedding, and you said it has to be this big or this much, it has to cost this much, or you have this idea of a $20,000, $30,000 ring, and you meet this guy of your dreams, and he's amazing, and he's like, feeling major pressure. I have to live up to that. I have to be that for her. Your love, which you say you love him, your love becomes conditional to him satisfying what you want. And so that's not real love. That's not unconditional true love. Jesus says, a thief comes to steal, slaughter, and destroy. I came so that you may have life and have it abundantly. The devil wants to destroy your relationship and you're getting choked by the thorns of worldly desire and worldly passions. If you really love this guy, then it shouldn't matter how big your ring is or how extravagant your party looks. If your love is real, if your marriage is to be successful, it needs to be like the Good Shepherd who lays down his life. But if you never grew up to learn that you have to sacrifice in order to love, 
then your love will always be conditional. It'll be selfish. And that's not true love. St. Paul says, love is patient, love is kind. Love is not selfish. Love does not seek its own interest. Love, say this with me, love Love. is to desire the good of the other. other. Amen. All right, for our husbands-to-be, for our men, you know, because we don't want to just talk about our girls, you know, I love you. For For our young men, you say you love your girlfriend, but you spend more time with your boys. Your girlfriend and your future wife is supposed to be your best friend, the girl of your dreams, but she bothers you. You're annoyed. She talks a lot. And you're not willing, you're not willing to sacrifice for her sake. You're not willing to spend time with her. She experiences love maybe through quality time, and you're not willing. You'd rather spend time with your boys. Or let's say, I actually know a few couples like this, where the guy smokes weed every single day, and the girl is like, stop, you're a different person. I don't like you when you're high. Or he drinks. I don't like you when you're drunk. I love you when you're not. And she says, stop. And he's like, I can't. His love is conditional. He needs, he's retreating. You're not willing to sacrifice. So if a guy never grows up, he will never learn how to sacrifice. He will never be a good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. And then what happens when you have kids? You think life is still about you. You are the future shepherds, and you won't be good ones. We need a reality check. If we are to be true Christians in Jesus, we need to imitate the good shepherd. We talk a lot about our children. You know, whenever, you, you know how I preach. I love talking to the kids because I want to build up our children in truth. I want to teach them. I love them. I became a, a priest, honestly, more for the little kids. I love them. But we talk a lot about them and there's a lot of lost sheep out there. So there's a lot of lost kids that are being indoctrinated with all this crazy mentality that is not Christian But I was thinking this morning, and not this morning, this week, I was like, maybe we have it backwards. Maybe we should be preaching more, not to the kids, to the sheep. Maybe we should be preaching to the shepherds, the parents. What is more effective? We focus on the children or we focus on the parents? That's why in the church, let's just say the church for an example, To me, one of the most important roles in the church, after the bishop, who is our shepherd, to me is the vocation director, the priest that is in charge of forming future priests, future shepherds. Because if we have selfish priests, one thing, people always say, Father, I know you're busy. Sometimes I am. But as a priest, do you know how easy it is for me to come up to you and be like, Father, can we talk? Can we talk? And I say, I'm busy. You know how easy it is to lie to you and say, I'm busy? Maybe I am, so I'm not saying I'm lying. But I could do that if I'm selfish. 
We need priests who lay down their life for the sheep. We need moms and dads who lay down their life for their children. Later in the Gospel, actually in Matthew, Jesus prophesies. He actually prophesies from the prophet Zephaniah. Say this with me. Strike the shepherd and the sheep scatter. The devil doesn't want our little ones to love Jesus, but even more, he seeks to strike the shepherd. He, he seeks to destroy the mom and the dad and the family. If you strike the head, all of those who follow will be scattered. And what's the consequence? Our sheep are lost. You see that even in the church. The devil, he hates you. But he hates the bishop, he hates the pope more, he hates the priest more, and so he wants to destroy the shepherd. You, moms and dads, are shepherds in your lives, in your children's lives. Imitate the good one who lays down his life. So, I'm going to say three things on how to be a shepherd like Jesus. First, it's obvious, die for the sheep. In dying, you give an example of how to love. Jesus himself dies for his church. He dies for his bride. He dies for you. He is your good shepherd. He claims his identity. Moms and dads, claim your identity as a shepherd. You are the leaders. So moms and dads, how is the Lord speaking to you right now? I'm going to give us five seconds of silence. How does Jesus want you to sacrifice? So first, sacrifice. Number two, presence. Jesus is the good shepherd who is always present. In being present, he knows his sheep. He knows them by name, and he never abandons his sheep. God is with you. God is always there. And we have his presence in the most holy Eucharist, in which his presence will become our presence. It will become part of who we are. You know, when we were also, we have the word, the word of God. His presence is in his word. When you speak his word, it actually becomes active. So we've got to receive his body and blood. We've got to receive his word so that his word and his body permeate our lives. That he actually, I was talking to Father Kevin this morning and he was saying to the Sudath crowd that we've got to recognize the voice of the shepherd. But if we do not know the word of God and we do not know his truth, we will not. Jesus is calling and we're not recognizing. You know, when we were kids, I was talking to the kids yesterday, I loved it. We loved to get tucked in by our moms and dads. And did you ever, when you were a kid, mom or dad walk into the room, you're sleeping, and you're not though, you, you're like fake sleeping. You're like, I'm just going to fake it. Like they don't know that I'm awake but I actually am. I'm keeping my eyes closed. And then mom or dad come up to you and they give you a blessing or they just touch you and you feel their presence. And as a kid, it meant so much for mom and dad to just be there. Or if any of you play sports 
and you make a good shot or you made a good play or whatever, you scored a goal in soccer, the first thing you do, you might be like, yeah, thank God, whatever, but then you're gonna look to the sideline and you're gonna say, were they watching? Were mom and dad watching? Parents, are you present to your children? Spending time is a sign of what you value. You say you value your children, and of course you do. Of course you love your kids, 100%. But how hard do you try to spend time with them? You might say, well, I provide for them. I work really hard and I, you know, I have to, I have to provide, 100%. But when, how do you compromise? You have to spend time. You might, you might come to the priest and say, Father, talk to my kid. What happened to him? And how am I supposed to know? I'm not with him. Were you with him? Were you with her? And if you weren't, today's a, today's a check. Are you present as a shepherd? It might be really hard. You know, parents, parenting's a full-time job, 24-7 and you already have a full-time job. So you have two full-time jobs. Or maybe some of you have three full-time jobs. But what's the most important job you have? My final point, so we said sacrifice. We said, um, what was that last one? Presence. This last one is balance. Jesus models balance so beautifully. He was both tough, and also soft and compassionate. Too many parents try to be like their kids and they try to be their friends. And even me as a priest can fall into that sometimes. As a priest, I might feel like, oh, you know, I just want some friends instead of being their father. A lot of people want a priest friend instead of a priest father. Parents, you can still be your kids' friends, but remember that you are mom and dad first. You are more than just their friend. You have to lead them in truth and love. And the reality is, some parents do not have a balance. Some parents are too tough. And some parents are too soft. Truth without love is brutality. You just beat them with the truth. You speak the truth. And you say, why don't they understand? Well, you're being too tough. You're not communicating love. And then some parents are too soft. Oh, do whatever you want. Whatever makes you happy. Oh, wear this. Go out with these friends. They're bad for you. But oh, it makes you happy. You need to be both tough and soft. Like the Good Shepherd. Truth and love. The sheep are looking for a foundation. Their foundation is meant to be Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Our job as shepherds, priests, parents, is to model the Good Shepherd. And so let us have those three points. Say sacrifice, presence, and balance. Amen.